Oh. He's so fidgety. <laughs> Very inconsistent. You can never get him to record on time. Uh, I swear hello. to God, I think the bot only starts at 10 o'clock. <laughs> like he's, he's just a lazy Sunday guy. He's unionized. And so yeah. 10 o'clock is the earliest he will start. We can just spend 10 minutes trying to get him to go, but 10 o'clock is when he reports for duty. We need to stamp out any sort of unionist, uh, unionist vibes in our bots. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. got a fixer. <laughs> he knows a guy. <laughs> uh, hello. Welcome to Modern Sovereign episodes. Probably Nine. seven. But it's probably around seven. <laughs> Something like that. It's, 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 it's not a countdown, Ryan. It's like... Uh, number goes up, not down. It's plus one or two around seven. Do you guys know the episode number? <laughs> it's nine. It's it nine. nine. Yeah. Ooh, next week is the guest episode. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, welcome to Modern Sovereign episode nine. Uh, this time with an in-person Alex. Hello, hey. Alex. Yeah, Ryan and Alex are together. Uh, platonically, of course. But you guys are together. <laughs> <the> weekend together. <laughs> you don't know that. I'm making assumptions over here. I know, I know, I know. Classic. Yeah, we're evolving to like a Joe Rogan sort of setup where we're like we have a recording studio and the three of us just sit here talk to each other in person. Our studio is yeah. not nearly as fans. Yeah, right now we're just saying. Yeah, we're saying on my uh, on my dinner table right now with <laughs> sharing a mic. It's very comfortable, very intimate. It's very nice. I've never felt so close to Ryan. Uh so what are we? What were we feeling today? What are we going to talk about? What's the? Uh, what's on everyone's? The freedom and tyranny today. I like it. I like it. Well, any thoughts? Um, obviously pro tyranny. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm long tyranny. Uh, it's a sh- it's it's a short term thesis though. But uh, <laughs> long COVID, long tyranny. Yeah, it's like, gonna get rough for a while. We we bantered about this a bit before, and in a way, this is the like sovereign individual thesis. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's like countries get more and more competitive, and when when they don't have the singular control that they used to have, where it's like, oh, if you are born in this country, you are pretty likely to die in this country. Like mm-hmm. whatever many years later, now that it's changing and you have countries and st- uh, states and prov- uh, not provinces, cities competing, it turns into a point where now tyranny is the best way to prevent that competition from taking place. Mm-hmm. And then freedom is obviously the other side of it. And, uh, and we're seeing it play out now, like with mandates and lockdowns and stuff like that. And more when you look at Australia, like how they're preventing the flow of people from country to country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the people in control know that people have more mobility now than ever before. People can work from home. Flights are easy. Travels was relatively cheap. It's getting more expensive now. But um, so this can create both human and capital flight. Um, sorry, real quick for anyone listening. I'm like listening to myself on like an echo, just the, the hardware setup we got going on right now. So if I like kind of halfway can't finish a sentence it's like the reverb it's it's not yeah, into it's my not ear. autism it's just being confused maybe a little bit of that okay <laughs> uh, but yeah at the at the beginning of the uh, uh there was a recent edition of modern sovereign published and the preface got written by peter Thiel. he has a really good quote oh, about sorry, how yeah, yeah, in the sovereign. You said modern book. sovereign. I was like, in the last <laughs> was, two weeks we published sorry. a podcast. We've There's got a, a book. We've got all kinds of content. You don't even. Um, but they, he, he's got a really good quote in the preface that he wrote for it. Um, something about how 
AI is going to enable tyranny while blockchain is going is like the it's the libertarian tech, if that makes oh. sense. Like centralized so controllers, like um, our, our government overlords, kind of love the idea of uh, AI. The, the, the pitfalls of communism up until this point have largely been to do with the fact that there's just too much information in the modern economy. Like, no centralized human organization can, uh, <clears throat> can effectively manage that much information. But now we have computers with um, well-trained AI models that might actually be able to maybe do that. And we'll see this play out in the future. But there's the other side of the coin, too where um, crypto, more so in the West right now, is enabling people to kind of resist government tyranny, um, particularly uh, through, through finances right now. Um, we're, what are we calling it, um, unbanking the banked. Um, and as we see the decade play out, I think it's going to expand into like Dow societies, um, people being able to organize themselves without what we currently consider like top-down government controls. Um, so, so the reason I like this, this topic is because I feel like it's a fractal across all different technologies. Um, so like crypto, like we can talk about crypto, right? Like blockchain technology has been sold as this means of decentralizing, unbundling entrenched systems and all that. But the thing about blockchain is that it's actually like a, a phenomenally perfect tool for totalitarian control. Like, it's actually unbeatable in that. Um, if, if governments wanted to co-opt it, it would be, like, it would be just such a perfect weapon for them. Like, uh, the fact that every transaction is completely public, uh, it, it, every, um, you know, it, it, you find it funny that people are, like, worried about uh, government oversight, Big Brother watching them all the time, but they, they want to use, uh, they want to use a currency system in which everything they ever do is publicly broadcasted. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, like, uh, that's why I like this topic because it, it, I, I find that I think technology is morally agnostic. It generally depends what you do with it. And I don't really like people trying to frame crypto as this like unambiguous good for people when it, it you know, applied in a slightly different direction. It's like um, it could be the worst thing that ever happens to us. That's worth thinking about. Well, even for the wealth inequality, like people are, everyone that's hyped for it is the ones that are rising to the top right now. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. but for those countries and those people in those countries that don't have anything, like it's yeah. not even like there's just someone with an average amount of wealth, an average amount of wealth right now in a first world country that is not going to make it. It's like, these are people that are going to get left behind even more. And yes. no one really wants to talk about that. They're like, oh, I'm so smart for making one or two small bets. Like, they're not even huge in crypto. They just bought like, maybe Bitcoin early. And it's like, that's genius. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm picking a sheep bag here. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Uh, like, crypto, and another like, crypto myth is that it's going to, like, you know, uh, create, it's going to undo this whole one percenter wealth inequality thing. There's a good shot it, like, makes wealth inequality worse. Just There's, like, a it, really. Yeah. There's a really good shot that it just it just creates a new one percent, or like uh, the one percent they get on it can capitalize it in networks. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, crypto talking points that if you just if you just tweak one variable, it's like oh oh no, it's the exact opposite of what you're selling it as. Um, so I think it's really worth exploring this idea of technology as a morally agnostic concept. Um, because, yeah, I think it's a fractal across all types. Uh, AI is another 
that we can that you can uh, apply this to, right? I do you remember mm-hmm. you remember Grimes saying be like AI would usher in like the golden age of communism, uh, like AI plus crypto. It would it would. Uh, it definitely stands to do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and, and at the same time, like anyone see still uh, for extreme totalitarian control as well. And that's like that's one of the things we're seeing with like with Bitcoin right now. You've watched all these people that bought it early were what they were technologists, and then they were maybe like liber- people with a libertarian bent or that were just more dialed into tech, and then it started to spread out more and more. Mm-hmm. And then you had institutions just ape in all of a sudden Finance pump it bros. up and they own so much more of it and then can manipulate the market more. And that's why NFTs are interesting because they are they represent more like freedom of speech, first of all. So that's mm-hmm. one thing that it's harder to censor them. But it's also like if if the people owned all the biggest paintings in the world, there's not really anything the institutions can do about that. And so it's almost mm-hmm. in the best interest of the NFT sector for fewer institutions to own these and for them to just stay more in the hands of other people. Uh, we'll say like retail investors. Uh, sorry, well, did you say the mic's crying out a little yeah, bit? It's, I, I was trying to sell that and just message you, but once in a while you lose like a, a word or two and I didn't know if maybe it was not plugged in properly because I've never had that issue with you before. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm catching that in my earbuds too. Uh, oh, shit, okay, hold on. I, is it really a pause, Craig, or something? No, I could just rant about something. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I'm ranting. I'm gonna try and mic set up correctly. Just start. You just go off, Will. Okay. So the five things I like about (laughs) (laughs) actually, no, I'm I'm already out. Um, Only, only good thing is the unintentional dieting. But (laughs) it's hard to get fat when you're a communist. Uh, This this has already gone too far. Uh, Yeah, I guess with this whole thesis, like the violence thing and stuff like that, is it does seem like a lot of people come in with this naive, like we're going to fix the world. And then hilariously, you realize like they're not really idealists. They're more idealists about I'm going to make a lot of money and hopefully I fix the world, but they're not actually idealists about that. And it w- and everyone gets compromised eventually. And so the perfect system would be run by people that even if they have good intentions early on and they maybe change their minds and just want to make a lot more money that it can't sort of be fucked in that way. And that's what like sort of we're looking out for here is like, what is like tether would maybe be a perfect example of like, Oh, great idea. A stable coin we need that is properly backed da, 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 all these things. And now it may be that like tether topples the whole uh, crypto system. If they are actually are backed by Evergrande uh, debt. I mean, yeah, I guess okay. Evergrande debt and uh, sorry, what was that Ryan? How do you, how do we sign that? Uh, how's this? Uh, uh, yeah, sounds better. Sounds better? I don't know. I don't well, know. If it cuts out again, I'll just keep letting you know. It, it was very, okay. very minor, and it was like, I knew, we knew what words you were saying, but it was just one mm-hmm. of those things. I didn't know if like you just hadn't plugged it in properly, and so it was jigging in and out or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like The mic has, it, it's been fucked around with now. We're good. It did it right there, actually. It did it again? It just did it right there. You're like, we're good. For fuck's sake. <laughs> it cut out saying that you were good. Okay. All right, whatever. We'll just have to live with it. The, yeah. You know, we can release a scuffed episode once every time. You know, it's not a big deal. Every ninth episode. New tradition. <laughs> every fifth episode we do guests. Every ninth we have a scuffed episode. I'll, yeah. The next, uh, I guess for the 18th episode, I'll take that while I'm walking around ordering food. Because I know you guys. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Just eating the mic. Just eating the whole time. Crunching oh, bones. Man. Sucking marrow. <laughs> 
What yeah. are we talking about? Tether? Were you talking about Tether there? Yeah, I was going into Tether as an example of a compromised version of what was originally a good vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think Tether is... Uh, you think... Like, there's some people, there's some very smart people in traditional finance that I follow who think Tether is, like, a house of cards propping up the crypto ecosystem and, like, it's, like, one moment away collapsing, collapsing the entire thing. I would kind of question the premise that is propping up the whole ecosystem. Like, yeah, it, it does add a lot of lubricant, but we do have plenty of alternatives that work just as well. And even, like, algo stablecoin, algo stablecoins, that are starting to become viable and could be used here in the next few years. Yeah. I think it's just, I, I think we'll transition from it before it becomes... I think there was a point where it actually might have been, like, uh, when Tether was, like, the stable coin, before we had, like, mm-hmm. USD. I always... I never used Tether, maybe because... It, it like, keeps you know, cutting out now, guys. Yeah, oh, that was, like, like, a full sentence. God damn it. God I don't know. Wait, should I like just crank up the volume? Maybe how about that? How about this? How about it's not like quiet. It just like completely cuts. Yeah, but I'm thinking maybe it, like doesn't pick up the input or something. Ryan's supposed to be the techiest guy of us all, and he's like, "Oh, if the mic is cutting in and out, just turn up the volume." <laughs> no, no, I'm right plugging it, unplugging it, turning up the input volume. Input. Uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a hardware guy. <laughs> I you know what? We'll just have to live with it. We'll just have to live with me. <laughs> Technology is just too um, too normy for you. You've got to live in just pure software. I don't. I don't like things that I can feel in the or, physical world. Or, yeah, I don't really interacting with things in the physical world. Uh, is it if it's virtual? If it's like if I can manipulate the hardware on a screen, I would prefer that. Noted. Okay. <laughs> Aren't we like a tech podcast? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Um, you guys, maybe the audience will become sovereign. You definitely will not. The normies getting left behind. Uh, well, another point I wanted to make, though, because Alex went into the thing about the... Um, is it being unbanked? or it's, it's more, I guess, willfully unbanking yourself and create, like joining this new system and being able to operate even if the traditional banking system doesn't let you. And I think the really interesting thing about that now is it's gone from, oh, okay, like you are porting into a new system. Like if you're like, okay, we're doing our business in the United States and crypto represents like doing business in Mexico. It's more now like, oh, it's almost like different level, different forms of transportation. It's like the banking system is just a way for you to like drive everywhere, but the crypto system lets you fly in different places and it interlinks different nodes and you no longer have to think of them as separate systems. They're more overlapping systems. I used like very mixed metaphors to get there. But do you know what I mean? In that it used to be you'd have to transfer your crypto into fiat to do certain mm-hmm. things. And now there's almost always a creative way to use your crypto to get what you want anyways. Like a lot of people are starting to accept it uh, just in their stores or their businesses that just naturally convert it for you and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And we're you seeing- the crypto um, credit cards. Yeah, the crypto credit cards. There, there are just all sorts of services like this that are linking like legacy fiat systems with different forms of crypto. And then you have, um, you guys, what's the name of that? Uh, what's the technology company that does, it uses Lightning Network to send crypto very easily. Like it, it, it's like Strike or something that, I, I can't remember what it's called. It I might guess. be Stripe, like the, the CeFi platform. It's, it's not Stripe, it's like Strike or something. I, I, I can't remember, but it's just another example of they've made remittance 
remittance payments really easy and they've just been i think that's our actually... <laughs> it's not that uh-huh. <laughs> sorry q guys a lot of a lot of maxi's gonna get mad i would be curious of the overlap of uh ripple maxi's and us probably pretty small i'll be honest i think it's gonna be small yeah, the, um, the, the xrp ecosystem is very diverse <laughs> you guys see the point I'm saying, right? Is that yeah, we're yeah. getting to a point now where it it isn't really a hassle if you mm-hmm. have crypto. It's not like, oh my god, like to do this, I've got like, like I bet if I wanted to buy a house in Toronto where I live, mm-hmm. I could figure out a way to do it in crypto. Like people would be like, uh, it's an extra hassle, but how about this? Like, yeah, we're we're in like a a weird transitory phase exactly. right now. It's like the merging of CFI and DeFi. So like, I, I think you can access a lot of DeFi platforms through like celsius and coinbase and some other uh platforms that offer staking and yield yield farm reward whatever's i think over time the end game for the industry is to move away from DeFi, so you're like exclusively DeFi, but they're just kind of regulatory hurdles and institutions in particular don't want to mess with it just because there's not good clarity um plenty of uh retail investors are messing around with it and we'll see how that gets regulated over the next year or two. But it's, it's just a natural evolution. We, we build a new like foundational tech, and then all the legacy institutions build on top of that because it's better, but then the, um, <clears throat> then the legacy institutions um, pump enough money into the ecosystem, and it evolves and matures to the extent I cannot even think with uh, <laughs> myself talking into my ear. Oh, lessons here. I'm this like, is... I'm like watching, I'm watching my thing on. It's not even. Yeah, I'm hearing you, but I'm not. I'm hearing you IRL, but not through the headphones. <laughs> the setup might just be not scuffed enough to work. Too no, scuffed, not too, scuffed too, too scuffed, too scuffed to work. Yeah, yeah, it might just be actually too scuffed because I'm, I'm watching it, it's like picking up half of what I say for some reason. Mm-hmm. And we just want to. Try it again tonight or tomorrow. That might be the play, to be honest. Yeah, let's do that. That might okay. be the play. <laughs> I can't concentrate when I know half my words. Well, yeah, like that. I can't <laughs> concentrate when half of my. <laughs> what I'm curious about is, like, is it doing that because Alex is there? Like, it it may just be a know. mic issue in general. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Well, I well, it doesn't it doesn't happen usually, does it? Like, no, it's when... never happened before. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why the audio would be cutting like this. Yeah, I could join. It picks up Alex. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, yeah, it, it, we might just have to leave it for. Is it possible that it's picking up some of the mic on Alex's headphones? Um, I no no. I'm looking at my Discord and like the microphone. Um, yeah, I think I've got myself muted. Yeah, yeah, he's got himself. Yeah, it's just it's on weird. Discord. It is very odd. Um, I, think I always thought I would be the first one to have mic issues, but uh, <laughs> I get the I get the two autists in a room, and it just cancels itself. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm good for tonight. If you guys want, uh, probably not tonight, but I can do it tomorrow. It's so funny tomorrow. when it cancels out. Ah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's hit cancel. 
Yeah, I think yeah, Craig's still recording. Yeah, this would be fun to listen back to. This is a lot. Yeah, that should be funny if we change your minds and decide to post it now, and people yeah. <laughs> so confused. So, so right. we're like, oh, this is a bonus episode, episode <laughs> nine ten. Podcasts have like lost episodes. I think that's a th- that probably yeah. I will save and render this one though. Maybe, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe once we get like some kind of paid subscription model going, this will be like a bonus round. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let me see if I can <laughs> figure so out how to tell Craig to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, Alex, the headphones are You'll appreciate this. Uh, I'm terrible at buying clothes, so Kate was putting stuff in the cart. Like just on the website, and we check back a few days later, and the price went down. It's like, sick, we gotta buy the fucking dip. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I realized I need to spend a little bit less time on the internet. 